I think every week I would say, hey, Nancy, I got an idea for a new chapter. Really, Richard? Yes, a new chapter. How about we do this one? Oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, okay, let's let's try it. And I, I do think she's one in a million because she's like, oh, okay, well, let's see. Yeah, let's try it. Wouldn't it be great if we all had a Nancy? Someone who could collaborate with us on our writing projects, offer feedback and guidance as we shape our writing life. If you've ever considered collaborating on a writing project, or you just feel like you might benefit from the wisdom of another writer, this episode is just for you. Hi, I'm Clarissa Mall, and welcome to The Writerly Life, brought to you by Hope Writers, the most encouraging place on the internet for writers to make progress. Here at The Writerly Life, we help you expand your creativity, explore new techniques, and express your hope-filled words in a world that needs them. We'll help you learn to balance the art of writing with the business of publishing, and learn to hustle without losing heart. You have words, and your words matter. And as you write them, you can be you. Boldly, bravely. Maybe even a little scared sometimes. You can be you in your writing life. Welcome to the show, friends. Lean in, grab a pen, let's chat. When writers are just starting out, it's easy to see other writers as competition. A scarcity mindset tells us that readers are limited, that we're all competing for their attention, and that there's not enough words to go around. But if you're to grow a healthy writing life, you want to learn how linking arms with others actually benefits, not hinders your work. Collaboration can fuel creativity and offer helpful guidance and split the burden of a big project across many skilled writers. Today's guest, veteran journalist Richard Louie, has more than 30 years of experience in television, film, technology, and business. But when it came time to write his first book, he was a beginner. He reached out for help from wise guides in the industry. His willingness to collaborate not only produced a beautiful book, but it exhibited the very best of its main theme, selflessness. Lean in as Richard tells us more in this Hope Writers Tuesday teaching with host Emily P. Freeman. Your training is a journalist. So how did yeah. your uh, your own particular zone of genius as a journalist, how did that both help you in this book writing process? And then maybe in what ways did you have to unlearn or relearn certain things? Yeah, um, I think it helped me because of um, telling stories uh, every day kind of gives you just a general structure and, and then pen to paper for me is, I think, easier after doing this for 15 years because the deadlines that we have, yeah. the deadlines are sometimes uh, two hours or four hours or five minutes, uh, maybe <laughs> five if you're lucky minutes. if it's a long form, a week, right? Maybe. But the idea of getting to iterations is so important, as you know. And so I was able to iterate, I think, for, that was helpful for me. And just having a news nose as well, I got to mm -hmm. prove it to you, basically. As a journalist, it's not like I'm just going to say something and you, you must believe. No, we always have to cite why we're why the story is, is moving that way. Who said that? And where does that number come from? And so I think those sort of uh, instincts and intuitions were super helpful. I think in terms of what I had to learn was um, the way the industry is overall, um, which is a space and, and learning, certainly. And then there's also, in terms of the book itself, um, was 
how to put together chapters and ideas and um, golly, you got, got 70,000 words? I mean, that's, <laughs> what are you, crazy? Right. Um, so that was, you know, goes without saying, that was the stretch. I mean, when I write op-eds, they might be 800 words long. That's a huge transition, short form to that long form. Yeah, definitely. What kind of help did you and have writing this book? I just tell you overall, in the book team, there's 10 people that help me with yeah. this. And, and is that... Is that the book team with um? Is that the book team with the publisher? You have no. 10? That's me. That's me. That's me saying, okay, here you go, Richard. Sign the contract. Here you go. Write the book. And me going, okay, I'm going to write the book, and I'm going to bring in ten people to help me get this story told. And that includes Nancy French, who is uh, my book sherpa. Nancy, if you're yes. here, I love you. Uh, <laughs> she was fantastic, and. Um, she was there from the beginning to the end. She knew I had these crazy ideas because I, you know, I'd bring in business ideas to it and bring journalistic ideas. And she would bring ideas from her experience. She's written five New York Times bestsellers. And, and so she was kind of like the person I could go to and say, is this the way people do it? Or is, is this right? And <laughs> that is so important of just to find that person that you can sound off with because that first yeah. bit was you know, even though I'm in media and I work at 30 Raw, I don't know nothing about books, zero. And so <laughs> she was at the, the key COO of this process, key. And then I, so the others, I brought in a scientist, a researcher. I brought in uh, two poets. Um, I brought in two comedians. I brought in um, uh, a cartoonist and an illustrator. And nine out of the 10 were either gender or ethnically diverse. Yes. And it was, it was really important for me to, to have that. And the reason why I have all those folks that I brought in as consultants was because I, I didn't want it, you know, although I'm not terribly, I, I can be not always serious, but there's certainly, I wanted to have fun with it because I learned in taking care of my dad that there was a lot of joy despite the difficulty. Like we would laugh and we would write jokes to it as a family, yeah. as we were caring for my father. And so with this topic, I knew that you didn't have, it didn't have to be vegetables, right? Mm -hmm. it, it could be, it could be fun. Yeah. And so um, that's why you have cartoons in it. Um, that's why you have some jokes in it. That's why you have four poems in it mm. and a lot of research. <laughs> wow. Writers, let's pause for a moment of silence and respect that Richard Louis, for his very first book, collected 10 extra human people to consult with, to ask, to just say, I'm new at this. And even though I work at 30 Rock, I'm going to have these people who know things that I don't know to come around me and help me move this forward. Because I think so often, the, the thing that keeps us from whether you're a first time writer or whether you're Richard Louis, it, it, we all have that same thing in our head, which is like, who do I think I am to be doing this yeah. really important work? 10 people. What a cool way to develop a book idea. I love Richard's willingness to admit his newbie status and his enthusiasm for linking arms with those who could help him craft his story well. The truth is, whether you're a first time author or a seasoned one, 
We all need a collaborative spirit to get our words out into the world. When an author goes the route of traditional book publishing, it can be a relief to have a publishing team to lend their expertise in every step of the process. However, if you haven't been through it, you may not be aware of all the different stages in the publishing process, from signing the contract, writing the book, editing the book, to choosing a title and designing a cover. It takes many dozens of people to get a book from the author's head into the reader's hands. Now, we heard Richard Louis share about his collaborative writing process, but once the book is finished, you're only half done. To help us understand what collaboration looks like once the book is in the hands of the publishing team, Hope Writers sat down with book cover designer Mark Lane, a professional designer with Tyndale House Publishers. Consider these four pointers Mark offers on how to work with a book publisher for design results that everyone will love. Number one, remember publishing is a team effort. As authors, much of our time is spent writing alone. We don't often invite others into the writing process until we've completed our work and sent it to our editor for review. However, when you work with a traditional publisher, the design process is in progress behind the scenes by the time you begin to write your chapters. Once the book moves into the design phase, it becomes increasingly collaborative at the publishing house. The acquisitions editor, art director, book cover designer, and the sales team are all integral players on the team that creates your book. Number two, provide early input. Because the book design process begins early in the stages of book publishing, many designers provide an intake form for authors to complete. This form allows an author to share their likes and dislikes, their vision for the cover, and the feel they want to convey in their work. The intake form gives the author an opportunity to influence the design process before it's too late to make changes. In addition to the form, some authors send photos, art album covers, or Pinterest boards with inspiration for their book cover, which can also be helpful to designers as they begin to explore choices. The more information an author provides early in the process, the better. Number three, trust the process. While authors are the experts in expressing ourselves through words, it's important to remember that the book designer and the publishing team are the experts in publishing. We need to allow for a comfortable give and take between everyone involved in bringing our books to readers. If you've chosen to publish traditionally, you won't have full control over a number of factors in the process. This can be frustrating, but it's an advantage to have a team on your side who knows how to put books on bookshelves. Number four, give honest feedback. What do you do if you don't like a proposed book design? Mark suggests you describe what you don't like without being demeaning to the designer. This is not the time to have a friend or spouse mock up a new design and send it to the publisher as an alternative. We need to approach our design feedback as sensitively as we would expect someone to provide feedback on our words. Give an honest response with care for the designer who labored over the artwork. Analyze the design itself, not the designer, to avoid responding out of heightened emotions. With honest and early feedback, you can help designers and the entire publishing team create a book you can be all proud of publishing. Here at Hope Writers, one of our goals is to build benches, not platforms. 
When it comes to collaboration in your work, that's just what we're talking about. Whenever we link arms in our writing life with an agent, a book designer, a peer review group, or a writing coach, our writing improves. Collaboration offers you the opportunity to call upon the wisdom of others and let their wealth of experience inform your own journey. Let's listen one more time to how Richard describes it. Sometimes people, especially first-time authors, depending on where you're coming from, can be kind of afraid of collaboration. Um, that can be intimidating. Like the poets, like, let me see that work before That's it's right. Over. So I think just the way in which you've approached the work inherently is a selfless way of writing. Um, and I'm curious, maybe even in, in a way that's maybe not book form or book form either way, um, you know, what are some ideas for sharing our work selflessly and having it not be like all about me? You know, um, you, I think you, you hit it on the head in that um, if I had two years to write this, yeah. I, I would have gone through, there's some things I would have done on my own as opposed to getting help, but help, needing help ain't bad. <laughs> needing help ain't bad. Cause you know, wh why do we want to get the book done? And I think to operate selflessly is if we're talking about the selfless nature of the topic of the book, then how can we incorporate that into our, into our process? Hmm. And how can we bring others with us? And, you know, if, if I have worked with 10 other people that are now open to this idea creatively, that they now can be selfless in the way that they operate. Um, like the example with the poets who are fantastic, and I'm not just saying they're, they were selfish. Yeah, yeah. They can, they can bring in, uh, see, I like collaborations because it is, it is a selfless activity in that we're, we're, we're giving ownership away and, and away doesn't mean negative. Mm. It, it means that it better in, in many cases. If this episode was helpful to you, just imagine how helpful the entire hour long interview with Richard Louie would be. Every week, Hope Writers members have access to a new one hour Tuesday teaching with agents, publishers, social media strategists, and authors like Richard Louie. Hope Writers helps you make progress in your writing life, whether you're writing blogs or articles on social media or in a book. If you want to be serious about your words and your reader, we're here for you. For writing tips and encouragement, find us on Instagram, Hope Writers, or at our public Facebook page, Hope Writers Community. Last, a final word from businesswoman Caroline Gohn. Collaboration is like carbonation for fresh ideas. Working together bubbles up ideas you would not have come up with solo, which gets you further faster. Does your writing life need a little carbonation? Link arms with a writing friend to co-author a piece. Are you longing for new ideas to bubble up? Begin a creative project with an industry professional. Whatever partnership looks like in your writing life, I'm sure that you'll find fresh energy and helpful feedback when you build your bench and collaborate. Thanks for listening, writer friend. As you step into this week, remember to keep writing. Your words matter. We can't wait to read them. If you found this episode of The Writerly Life helpful, be sure to hit subscribe and tell your friends. Rate and review the show and like and comment if you're tuning in on YouTube. Your reviews help others know you found the content helpful. See you next week.